Greetings and welcome to the Relationality Podcast. I'm Dr. Gwendolyn Henry, your host and certified relationship coach. In each episode, I will be sharing real and relative truths on love and dating to help prepare and position Christian singles for a fulfilling romantic relationship. So ladies and fellas, if you are dating and waiting, you've come to the right place. So get ready to grow and lay some groundwork for a successful marriage. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode. In this episode, we're going to be talking about Bay Bondage, B-A-E Bondage. At one time, it seemed like everybody was saying, babe, now it has turned into bay. This is my bay. Hey, bay. So that's what we're going to be talking about, Bay Bondage. In the Old Testament, there are types and shadows that carry symbolic value. And a type is interpreted as a person, place, thing, or even an event that is having a future fulfillment, traditionally speaking. In more similar terms, types are modes or templates, patterns, or examples of spiritual realities. For an example, the Church of Israel in the Old Testament is a type of the church in the New Testament. And in the Bible, biblically speaking, bondage is an illustration of the enslaving power of sin. And so in the Old Testament, the children of Israel, they were slaves in Egypt. And that bondage of slavery in Egypt is an illustration of the sinner's bondage in sin because Egypt is a type of the world. And so we are all born into sin, thanks to Adam, meaning we are born with a sinful nature. And so when Adam, when he disobeyed God, humanity's nature is shifted from a dispensation of innocence to a dispensation of conscience. And dispensations, you know, it's a whole nother topic. So we're not going to go into that in this episode. But basically, because of Adam's sin, we all inherit a sinful nature until we receive salvation. Like if you think about a little child or when you were growing up and you, you were little, you know, nobody had to sit down and teach you how to do wrong. Like you just knew how to do it. They had to teach you how to do right. That's because of that sinful nature that we're all born with. But Jesus, you know, thank God, shedding his blood for us, redeemed us from spiritual death to spiritual life. And so salvation, what it does, it replaces that old nature with a new nature, which is a divine nature. And so we now are new creatures with a new nature when you get born again. And Paul says in 2 Corinthians 5.17, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. However, that transformation only happens in our spirit. Our soul is still lurking with old nature tendencies and habits that are sinful. And so this is where bondage comes in because people are in bondage to different sins, meaning that they are slave to that sin. For an example, you may have someone who is in bondage to alcohol or in bondage to pornography. And so they can't come away from it because they are bound by it. So alcohol or lust is their master. To be free from bondage, 
requires a renewal of the mind and deliverance. Yes, you can be set free. Now, being set free sounds as if that's like the end result. Like, okay, I'm free. Yes, you are. But now you got to stay free. And getting free is initially the first step, but staying free will be a lifestyle of steps. It's a continual thing every day. And you may be saying, well, how does this relate to relationships? Well, because some people are dressed up and polished. They look real cute and nice, real handsome, smelling good. They say all the right things, but behind all of that, they are bound in sin. And if you connect with them, you yourself will be bound too. You'll find yourself bound or going into things. It can be going back to something that God set you free from, or it can be getting into something new, getting bound by some new sin. And some people, they think that in spite of a person's bondage, that they can be the one to help them or help that person get saved or get set free while they're dating. I mean, I used to think that too, but I learned that God would not have you to do missionary dating. He would not have you to date somebody because you want to help them get free. Now, I'm not saying you can't help them, but he's not going to send you somebody that's just bound up in different type of things and say, okay, you know, well, this is the one because God wants me to help this person. God doesn't do that. This is one of the tricks of the enemy because he's very cunning. He knows bondage. Darkness is his domain. So the enemy, he watches and he's very attentive. He knows what you like, what you don't like. And so he'll send you something that that's very pleasing to the eye, you know, something that you like to trip you up because he wants you to be bound in sin. He wants you to be in bondage. And just like God sends people our way for divine connections, the enemy also sends people our way for demonic connections because the enemy does not care and he does not play fair. He wants to detour you and get you to abort the mission God has for your life. He wants you to abort your destiny. He doesn't he doesn't want you to live free. He wants you to be bound. He wants you to live a sinful life so you'll end up with him in eternal hell. But God does not want that. That is not God's heart for you. God wishes that no man will perish and he does not want you in perishing relationships or in relationships that are causing you to be bound or that is leading you into bondage. God is all for you having a bay, but not bay bondage. The Bible talks about generational curses. Well, those curses are in a family's bloodline from generation to generation, and it's generations and generations of sin bondage. And so as believers, we should be breaking free from bondages and also breaking generational curses, meaning those coming after us don't have to be bound in in the sins that we conquered or the sins that were in our bloodline. You know, we should be breaking those curses. The Bible says in Galatians 5, 1, stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Paul here was speaking metaphorically because an animal or person bound by a yoke must obey its master. And sometimes if you aren't careful, the very thing that God delivered you from will come to you in bay form. 
And before you know it, you will be in bondage or back in bondage again. So you want to date a mate. You want to be in a relationship with someone who will be a bondage breaker, not a bondage maker. And also for you yourself, you want to make sure that you are a bondage breaker and not a bondage maker. Thanks so much for joining me this week. Before you go, make sure you share and subscribe to the podcast at GwendolynGlobal.com slash podcast. So you'll get all the new episodes as soon as they drop. And one more thing, I want to know what's on your heart. So hit me up with any ideas or questions you have on love and dating. I'm happy to share some of the top requests and respond to some top questions in upcoming episodes. Thanks again for joining me. I'm Dr. Gwendolyn Henry. Meet me next week for another episode of Relationality.